my name is Olivia Swindler, and I am really excited and honored to get to share with you today the story behind how I came up with my debut novel, Cynthia Starts a Band. I wrote this book in the spring of 2020 while France was in lockdown. I live in Grenoble, France, which is in the southeast corner of France, and I like to joke that the lockdown was as if France gave me a miniature writing retreat. So I wrote this book, and this was my first novel, but this is a story that I had written in my head in many different forms and variations. One of the major themes of this book is friendship and starting over and the people who are there for you along that journey. The book is actually dedicated to those who carried me when I started over, which was when I moved to France. So five years ago in October of 2016, I packed up my entire life into two not large enough suitcases and boarded a flight with a one-way ticket to Grenoble. I was so excited for this change. It had been something I had dreamed about for a really, really long time, and I could not believe that this dream was actually becoming a reality. But the truth is, moving across the world was nothing as I had dreamed or imagined it. It was actually extremely difficult, which if you talk to other people who have moved or done a dramatic move like that, that is a very common um, occurrence. It's not necessarily something that is um, as easy as one might think. Culture shock, trying to make friends, the language barrier, trying to figure out little things like how do I go to the post office? Things that were so easy in your previous place all of a sudden feel like huge obstacles to overcome. When I moved in 2016, I was in a relationship that I thought was going really, really well. I thought that we were probably going to get married in the next couple of years, um, and I just felt really hopeful about that. A couple months into my arrival in France, I had been having a really rough time. Uh, Culture shock was so incredibly difficult for me. I cried so much that I joked that I doubled Kleenex's international um, sales because I bought and went through so many boxes of tissue. Um, But a couple months into my move to France, that relationship ended, and I was devastated. If I was already in a really low spot before before the breakup, that really kind of pushed it over the edge, and I just felt like so sad and hopeless. As I was unpacking what happened with a couple of my friends, I started to realize that this relationship and the things that had happened in this relationship were not only not healthy, but they really were signs of a toxic and manipulative relationship, which was something that at the time I had blinders to. And that I think is one of the reasons why that breakup and that experience was so incredibly difficult for me. So thankfully, I had this group of people, like four or five friends, that really rallied around me and carried hope for me when I couldn't carry it for myself. I had this and still have this amazing friend group who said, let me walk with you. 
They asked me hard questions. They stood by me. Um, they made me not feel crazy. And I know that I am who I am today because of these amazing friends. I think one of the beauties of friendships is to get to walk alongside people in seasons that are extremely beautiful and fun and seasons that are extremely difficult and trying. And I think as I think about my life and as I write um, in the fiction world, one of the themes that I think is so important are female friendships. I mean, so often we watch uh, movies or read books where there is a conflict between the two female characters. Um, a guy comes between them and there was a miscommunication. And, and though I know that conflict is super normal and sometimes can be really healthy in a relationship, that there's so much more depth to female friendships that doesn't really get played out in the fictional realm. And that makes me so sad because it has changed and impacted my life for the better. I would not have been able to fully process that relationship had it not been for these girlfriends who were willing to sit with me in the extreme difficulty. So as hard as that season was, I was able to walk out the other side of it feeling more empowered, feeling confident, feeling proud of myself, and feeling so incredibly grateful for my community. So I had written, like I said, this story over and over in many different drafts with different characters, trying to really um, encompass what it looks like to walk out of a toxic relationship and make it to the other side. I didn't want to focus on the relationship itself because similar to my life, though that is something that happened, it's not who I am. Who I am is a person who is extremely loved and seen and cared for by an amazing community of men and women who really just care for me. And that's what I wanted to highlight. I think as I have started sharing this story, I've gotten the amazing chance to hear from other women about their friends, their, their group of women who have gathered around them and held on to hope for them when things felt impossible. I have been able to deepen my friendships with my, my friends, uh, women who have been my best friends for years, just because I was able to say really, truly, thank you, I am who I am today because of you. I think stopping to acknowledge and to thank um, and to pay homage to those who have carried us on our backs is so important and not only empowers the person who helped you along the way, but it also helps me, and I imagine helps others, process that experience in a new way. And I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity and a little platform to get to talk about my story because I think that um, for me, these, these friends in this community has been invaluable and I really hope and challenge other people to really, really seek out good community. Even if you are not going through something difficult right now, to have that group of people who are already surrounding you, cheering you on before something bad happens makes it so much easier to walk through a difficult um, situation. When I think about 
my future and my big dreams. Um, I am a dreamer. I, for my whole life, have been the kid that just sits and daydreams about what the world could look like. I really dream of writing more books. I feel so fortunate to have this Cynthia Starts a Band released out into the world this year, especially given the challenges that have been um, surrounding the last couple of years. So I would love the chance to get to to write more and really just hear um, other people's stories. I think it is so important and impactful um, to get to sit around the table and share our life and to share our experiences with one another. I know that I learn more about myself and others when I get the chance to hear somebody's story. So when I think about my dreams, I really dream of getting to do this more. I feel so incredibly grateful and so thankful for the community around me and Cynthia Starts a Band and for all of you. So thank you so much for giving me this chance to share my story and to um, get to share with you my dreams for the future. And I really, um, I don't take any of it for granted. And I am just overwhelmed with gratitude. So thank you to my band of people who are singing alongside me. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.